Welcome to the Duo Podcast. That's Disney, Universal, and Orlando. I'm Amelia. And I'm Gabriella. We are two sisters who are not so secretly obsessed with all things Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, and Orlando as a whole. We're going to be talking about our favourite rides, our much-loved places to eat, how we plan our trips, and our most memorable experiences at our number one vacation destination. Plus, we're going to have a few special guests weaving their way in and out of the episodes, so please do listen in, get involved through social media, and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Duo Podcast. Hello! Wow, that was so optimistic and what, what a positive way I to introduce I feel, I feel really like really upbeat today I'm in a pretty upbeat kind of mood me too it's the morning at the moment and I've had I've just had a coffee so far so I remembered on the last one I forgot to mention that I'd had a coffee right before we did not the podcast with Lou Mangiello but the one about Universal Studios and I remember I was like oh my god like I'm so excited about talking about you yeah I remember afterwards you were like I'm shaking <laughs> but yeah I've had a coffee too so that's probably part of it and then also I think because the UK coronavirus lockdown restrictions are easing that's meant that I can send the baby back to the childminders so Mm. I've had a bit more time and space to myself so I'm feeling a bit more a bit more me than I was when we were stuck indoors all the time every day we hope you are all doing well by the way let us know we've enjoyed like a lot of you get in touch with us on instagram and tweeters and just say what you're up to and i love that i love i love seeing what you're up to and like talking about your trips with us and yeah yeah definitely especially because obviously with all of the lockdown stuff like everything is so uncertain with regards to like when we'll be able to go back to orlando and um whether people priorities are, yeah priorities exactly and whether people um think that now is the right time to go because i think in the uk now we we are allowed to travel but we have to have a two-week quarantine is that right when we get back i'm not sure i don't know if the borders are open yet ah uh, okay but, but it I, looks but like yeah. that that is the direction that it may be going in so obviously there are a lot of people out there who have got trips that are planned or were planned and they're having to change them because who, which there's not a lot of managers out there that are going to be more than happy for their staff to have as long off mm-hmm. <laughs> as we're going to be needing if we've got to do that two-week quarantine post-trip. So um, so it's been really good to, to have the online community to be able to feel like we are in this kind of... Um, Disney and Orlando and Universal withdrawal together. <laughs> the limbo situation at the moment. Yeah. Like we're all on the same wavelength here, so it's nice. Yeah. So let us know if you guys have a trip planned or had a trip planned and you've had to change it or if you're holding strong to your plans at this point. Um let us know what you what's going on for you and we will help you to keep the faith. Um and uh, and hopefully when when you get there or when we get there then we can live vicariously through each other if if there has had to be cancellations of of some description so I swear really quickly that my life is just full of like movie um, references because when you said keep the faith I just thought of Hannah Montana when she sang it's the climb and she goes keep the faith keep the faith the only bit that I know about of that song I think is that it's the climb. Honestly, it's a complete banger. Like, I'm I'm not a huge, you know, Hannah Montana fan, but that song, all the words, they if they were if they were written by Rupu Kaur, the yeah. poet, then people would not question a thing. Incredible. I feel like I need to rewatch that movie. I think I've only ever watched it like once. It's all right. Was it on at the cinema? It was on the cinema, and yeah. I saw it with my friend in high school, and it w- it was epic. But I, it's not watching it back <laughs> later. It's not something that's aged well with me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so today we are so so excited to bring you an episode that we we were 
kind of debating and discussing and arguing about what's what we have on each of our lists for this um and what we've done is we have compiled um the five disney restaurants that pleasantly surprised us and the ones that didn't so much yeah yeah exactly so so we had to really kind of go through all of our experiences that we've had um on vacation at disney world over the years and really remember those times where we were like wow that was a really great meal and we maybe weren't expecting it or alternatively like ah, what a shame like we thought it was going to be really great and it wasn't so we need to be really really upfront with with this before we get stuck in is that obviously everything is completely subjective um everything that we're going through is completely subjective and an experience and things change so rapidly at disney as well um because i know that there's there's been restaurants in the past for example that have had really really bad reputations and then have had a new chef and you know all of a sudden everything's changed is completely turned around i think um i think what's what's Everyone it called the, the tony oh about yeah, I was going to mention Tony's mm. in Magic Kingdom used to be, and still, I think, still is a little bit like, Wah-wah. yeah, it's it's a bit like not fantastic at all. But they, I believe that they've recently taken on a new chef who is really optimistic and actually really like pushing for higher budgets in terms of the money that she's spending on ingredients and things like that. So that's one yeah, example of that yeah of somewhere that's that's due to shift in a positive way and we must mention as well that a lot of the places that we're mentioning we'll talk about them but we we used to love these places and we still do love them but mm. it's something like we will have gone for so many years and then one experience is kind of or maybe two experiences have been a bit like hmm that's been a bit disappointing yeah so these are you know like we said disney's changing constantly and we'll probably next time we'll definitely give these places a try again in the future Mm. but it's just as for right now they weren't they they weren't very pleasant experiences for us yeah definitely and just quickly to go back what were you going to say about the wave because i'm like curious because we've never been there before yeah we've never been to the wave before and i'm pretty sure that it wasn't really all it was like it was because it's in the contemporary resort Mm. and people weren't raving about it it was a bit average and i know that dad had mentioned before that going in the setting is really it's a really weird like corporate kind of setting because Mm. obviously there's a lot of conventions and whatnot that go on at the contemporary but from listening to like dis unplugged um another podcast which we've loved for ages and loads of other podcasts actually people rave about this dish like which is bacon and eggs but it's done so differently Mm. and i think that's been done over the past like so many years and it's flipped the opinion of wave on itself a little bit Mm. so i don't know if the whole place is if anybody's been before let us know because we've not been we've just heard like not great reviews but then this one dish seems to be like outstanding yeah yeah and and something that um that it's just like it's kind of a bit of a micro tangent but it's just reminded me when i was when i was talking about how a chef can like make all the difference because obviously they are like el capitano of the restaurant and you know although they're only obviously responsible i suppose for the food and for the the preparation of the food you know having a good leader makes a massive massive difference and one chef whose food i've not eaten yet and i really 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 want to eat um is he's called chef tj i don't know if any of you guys know about chef tj um at disney world but um he 
he apparently is an amazing um, chef when it comes to plant-based meals and making them feel really super treat worthy. Um, I know that I kind of first like turned my awareness onto him when I think it was on Disney Food Blog. Um, AJ shared something where it was about um, like it was maybe like five best plant-based like restaurants at Disney or best place you can get a plant-based meal at Disney Um, and at that time he was at Trails End at Fort Wilderness and he kind of was doing I don't know if he's still there if he's moved on to someplace else because he he has bounced around the restaurants but at that time he was doing creating like full platters for plant-based diners that were you know because a lot of the stuff on the buffet they weren't going to be able to enjoy like the salmon or the um like ribs and the the, yeah all of the delicious like smoky meats that are there um and so he was prepping like a full plate for um platter for for vegans and plant-based diners um and it just looked amazing and the thing that like was really like a showstopper for me was that he was creating this dessert with like oreo cookies like stacked literally like in a tower um and it just looked it looked amazing it looks like he like is a really thoughtful chef what a fun job to have as well where you just get to have different residencies at all the disney hotels just to do something fun and because they're so different as well it like challenges you each time i think that when you're a chef and if you're into that that must be like one of the most rewarding things for you yeah definitely and we've never really looked into the chefs like at disney um but i'm sure that there are people out there that very specifically do follow chefs around the the resort um not follow them around like 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 stalk like, I, like I wanted to do it when we went to the california grill there was a really a really attractive chef and mm. because they all wear their caps and you know he just looked like he knew what he was doing yeah because <laughs> at california grill you can you can see directly into the kitchen um that's at the Contem- contemporary resort as well which is maybe one of the reasons why we've not been to the wave because we if we go to contemporary we want to go to california grill um but yeah you can see directly into the kitchen and yeah there was something about he had such like a a strong power to (laughs) like a like a kind of quiet but strong power our our waiter (laughs) was so nice because i remember saying to him like oh you know like he he looks he looks great like that that chef and he was like yeah uh his girlfriend works in the hotel (laughs) oh we were totally devastated (laughs) devastated i mean i was pregnant so it was like yeah it wasn't gonna happen for me (laughs) and there was no way that i was gonna even speak to him anyway but but still oh my god if any of you guys know of like a a really great looking chef at the contemporary resort at california grill then we're probably talking about the same guy i've seen him on on like again on disney food blog clips and stuff he's made a few appearances yeah oh he's beautiful but anyway we'll move on (laughs) so um so yeah so we're going to go ahead and get stuck into into this and we are going to start with um millie's going to be taking on the the pleasant surprises um and i'm going to be taking on the not so pleasant surprises um we're going to do one to millie one to me one to millie one to me because we wanted to kind of break up the the positives and the negatives for you guys um so so you go first because then we'll end on a high cool yeah so um one place that not so much didn't so one place that there was, was not way, yeah, so much a, a pleasant say, surprise yeah so yeah because we had the title like places that pleasantly surprised us and those that mm. not so much but not so much <laughs> so one that not so much um is somewhere that we we loved on so so many previous trips we've probably been there five or six times mm-hmm. um but the last 
two times and specifically the last time that we went there um it was it was not great and that and it's heartbreaking because we love the wilderness lodge resort so so much um and this is like the first restaurant that you cross paths with when you enter that resort and it was the whispering canyon um restaurant and we've been for evening meals i think have we been for lunch lunches before no i think just breakfast and dinner breakfast and dinner yeah and the final time that we went so they they specialize in these skillets where um it's a lot of similar food to what you get at trails End um at fort wilderness which is like a lot of kind of smoky meats and comfort food yeah like comfort food i think there's mac and cheese and there's like green beans and really great mashed potato that's their evening side of things they do amazing milkshakes oh so good their milkshakes and um they're most known for their um i don't know what you would call it basically if you ask for ketchup you know the whole ketchup and then everybody who has ketchup on their table will bring it to yours and your table ends up being flooded with countless bottles of ketchup that is what the novelty of going there is like definitely like they've got loads of especially more so in the evenings they have um, lots of like little games and like little entertainment for children to get involved with and um, I don't know if they still do this but like everyone used to get like a, a headband like bandana thing and used yes, to like wave it above that. your head oh and, my goodness I'm gonna post it I yeah. know I know a picture where I've got that where I think I'm like I might be I think I might be holding maybe a rib or something I don't even, <laughs> I don't even like ribs honestly but there's a picture where I'm just like mouth full with the bandana <laughs> yeah and it's and it's a lot of fun and um a lot of people i think part of the the challenge there that they were facing at one point was that the entertainment and the fun was like a big big part of the experience that you would have there but the way they were getting a lot of complaints from resort residents or resort guests sorry um imagine being a resident like living at wilderness lodge it'd be amazing but yeah um wilderness lodge guests because um the lobby is all open plan um and it leads there are hotel rooms that literally like directly off the lobby um all the way up to the top floor and and so the noise was carrying a lot the noise from the restaurant so they kind of toned down their entertainment a bit and then which meant they had to kind of rely on the quality of the food a bit more and service and the service which um just were not always like show-stopping I, I don't for me personally the food has never been like a showstopper where I can say you know what that's something that I can't get someplace else at Disney World and so that's like the where the evening side of things sort of slipped a little bit for us um may have changed since then but then we took some relatives for a breakfast there and it was was it the first meal of a trip or the last meal of a trip I think it was towards the end because of what they offered us towards the end we couldn't take because yeah yeah. so so yeah you're right it might have been I think it might have been towards the end of our our relatives trip but Mm -hmm. we were we were still staying or something like that um and like we'd really bigged up this restaurant because it was some a place that we really loved and their breakfast is it was always really good it was standard breakfast fare again eggs bacon like home fries that kind of thing um barbecue beans I think they Mm. do there so good um better than KFC yeah better than KF well yeah um and and yeah we'd really like bigged it up to our relatives and we were all really looking forward to going and then um 
we just waited for so long. It was a, we waited for was ages like... to be seated, and then we waited for ages for our food to be brought out. And it was very much like, I think it would have been maybe an hour and... At least an hour. It might have been an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. And, we, and I think we might have been going to the parks that day or something. I can't remember what was going on. But cause I, I think it was maybe three trips ago. It mm. might have been 2018, you know, the trip before the last one we went on around Halloween. And I just remember, you know, we were constantly saying, like, oh, is the food on its way? And there wasn't much of an apology. It was like, yes, it's coming. Yeah. And then when it came, it was like, there you go. And then yeah, that our kind of server thing. wasn't. She she was she was fine um she if if there hadn't been an issue with the arrival of the food we would not have complained about her attitude or anything like that but she wasn't like super super attentive which you expect and you hope for when you're not getting the experience you wanted and then when the food did arrive it arrived in different uh, at different times so there were some people that had finished their food by the time someone else's food arrived um, there was items missing off the order, the food was cold, the eggs were not remotely cooked. <laughs> I remember having a fried egg and we had to send it back and um, I think there was a whole dish that we sent back and they were like, oh, we'll bring you something else out. And we were like, no, like we've been here for our entire lives. <laughs> we've been waiting for this meal for ages. And, it just um, wasn't great for yeah. us, especially somewhere that was quite close to close to our hearts and somewhere we enjoyed so much. Um, it was really, it was really disappointing. I think they offered us like, it was, it, they offered us a percentage of the bill taken off and we refused that because we were like, we don't want to pay for any of it. Yeah. I think the, I think it was like, we, we literally were really not happy with that experience. And I think that they did offer us some sort of like, um, fast passes or something like that mm. at, at one point, but we were like, no, like it's the end of our relatives trip they're not going to be able to enjoy that and appreciate it so there was kind of a lot of like um as well as the issues themselves they weren't handled very well either um so yeah so that's that's a sad one and we've not been back since then so that um, was since maybe 2018 we'll try and like let you know the dates of when we were like not so happy with yeah. them because they could have changed since then yeah, and if and if you guys have got um, a similar experience or a opposing experience, then tell us for sure because I would love to hear that Whispering Canyon is amazing again, um, and be able to return. But yeah, so so on to a positive note. Yes, a pleasant surprise we had was when we went to Picos Bills. Mm-hmm. That was really good because. You know, most of, because of one of the things that weren't pleasant, which we're going to mention later, I don't know if we went to Picos Bills before or after that place, mm. but I, when you go somewhere like fast foody at Disney, you kind of, I mean, Disney does fast food really well, yeah. but you also get the sense that, hmm, like, is it going to be decent because sometimes you can have off experiences? It, <clears> yeah, it can be me. a bit hit and miss sometimes. Yeah. And also with basically Picos Bills has a fixings bar and it's kind of, is it like Mexican? Yeah. Like uh, Tex-Mex yeah. Type, of, type of food. And I was so hungry that day. I think it might have been like, whenever they open, maybe half 11 or something. I was like, I want it. I want to get it. So we went there and we got the fajita. Was it like a... It was tacos. It was, ta- tacos. Yeah, you tacos, had like a three ta- different, yeah. three different types of tacos. I think that was like pork, a taco combo chicken. or something. Yeah, taco combo. And... They looked so good. The service was great. It was quick. Went to the fixings bar. Literally stacked up on as much as we possibly could. So just to just to be clear, what fixings bar is, because some people that are listening won't actually know what that is. Okay, so if you've been to 
cosmic rays or PCOS bills or other fixings bar. It's basically you go when you order your dish. So example, for example, I ordered the taco combo and then you get your tacos, you go over to the fixings bar and there's an assortment of toppings. So like mm. cheese, lettuce, salad, olives, different salsas, different salsas, loads of different sweet, stuff. like a sweet corn mix that was really great. Things that are going to upgrade your dish. Onions, basically. mushrooms. There was yeah. like hot cooked onions and hot cooked mushrooms yeah. to add on. And, and these are all free for you to go and take as much as you wish. Obviously be sensible, even yeah. though we were not. We were not. And that, and because you were actually the only one, I think, that ordered a meal there. Because mm-hmm. me, m- me and my dad were there as well, and the baby was there, and we weren't that hungry because I think we'd grabbed something else someplace yeah. else. But um, I feel like at some point they're going to have to start policing the fixings bar because what happened with oh. us was like <laughs> Millie had this amazing, really delicious meal, and we all had like a bite of her of her food. But then the baby started get kicking off and wanting food he is vegetarian i'm like not always vegetarian but sometimes i'm I'm, 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 (laughs) omnitarian i'm a conscious eater um and so so you know i wasn't gonna i wasn't about to order like um a full like meaty meal or whatever um so i just was like oh i wonder if i can just go to the fixings bar they've got these little like um cardboard trays that you can like fill with your fixings and like um and pretty much all of the fixings except for the cheese and the sour cream I think were plant-based so I just went up there and I like loaded up with some some free food essentially (laughs) (laughs) some free food and um and the baby was really really happy like because there was you know so many different options like I love places that allow you to customize your food yeah yeah because Gabby if if you if you got to know Gabby, and hopefully we can meet up with some of you in Disney one day, she isn't a picky. No, I probably people would describe it as a picky eater, but you're more like a specific eater. Mm. So there'll be a dish on a menu, but Gabby be like, "Can I have that? But without that and that instead, and also this and cooked like this." Yeah, I love That's substitutes. <laughs> I love substituting things on my meals, and it's not apart from apart from meat. Sometimes there actually isn't anything that I won't eat. Um, there really isn't anything that I won't eat. Obviously, I've got favourite foods. I've got things that I'm unlikely to choose off a menu. I wouldn't... I'd be unlikely to choose lamb, for example. Um, but I would eat it if it was put in front of me. And I might even try it if it was on a buffet or whatever. But I love, like... I love things like tapas. I love buffets. I love tasting everybody's food and lots of different flavours. So I? Millie doesn't share food. Millie doesn't share food. She <laughs> She's a total joey. But yeah, Picos Bill is really, really lovely. Very much like um, if you if you enjoy that old, old El Paso mix mm. in the UK. Um, I love Mexican food. It's just, I think it just hits, hits the spot. If you're into Mexican, if you're into Tex-Mex, do it. And it's it. cost effective as well. Super cost effective. I think I'll double check, but it was definitely maybe less than nine dollars. Yeah, and it's and I want to say it was maybe twelve. Maybe it was twelve. Yeah, but um, but as well as all of that as well, because of the fact that there is that fixings bar, it makes it even easier to share meals. So if you are like on a budget in Disney World, um, Picos Bills at, in the Magic Kingdom is a really really good shout, and then Lots Cosmic Rays, Cosmic Rays as well. If you're into burgers, I haven't had a burger there in ages and I'm not a big burger head but um if you are then again like you can eat so easily get one meal and share it between say like one adult and and a kid or even two adults maybe but yeah so next up um for something that was not so much um is 
some pla- is, it, is a place that we were really, really excited to try because it looks like a really unique offering and it's like really kind of treat worthy um, and, you know, quite different than the other places that offer the, the same um, in terms of it's an ice cream place. I love to like tease these places to you guys. I wonder if you can guess like where I'm talking about. Um, so it's, it's an ice cream place. It's called the Ample Hills Creamery. And as far as I understand it, it is a chain. I believe it's not exclusive to Disney. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so we'd seen it. It's kind of like in terms of, um, their offering, it's kind of like Ben and Jerry's style ice cream. I would describe it like that. Unique flavors like that you just wouldn't get in your standard ice cream. Definitely. And with like chunks of stuff in it. Um, like, I don't know, like Oreo cookies or like, like cotton candy or something. Yeah, exactly. Like chunks of, of stuff in it. Um, as opposed to say beaches and cream where like the ice cream itself is normal but it like sort of standard flavors but it's like mixed with like as a sundae um so ample hills do sundaes as well as far as i am aware um and they also do these like um like waffle like ice cream tacos like in a waffle thing great idea yeah taco waffle looks great literally every every photograph that we'd seen of people's ice cream looked fantastic looked really cool like again really super indulgent and the flavors sounded amazing i think there's like an ooey gooey like butter cake flavor Mm. or something that i was like oh my god i've got to try that and they do an ice cream flight which again because of my style of eating that means that you get like five different many little scoops of ice cream to try i think this was we went on thanksgiving as well so this was our last trip and when we went there we were really really full so none of us wanted a full ice cream but we wanted to eat here so yeah. it was it was thanksgiving evening and i think we got maybe five or six scoops yeah so <laughs> that makes it sound like we we weren't hungry so we got five scoops they're of like ice cream small ones. they're like the size <laughs> yeah. of a golf ball yeah they're not they weren't like huge or anything like that it was just so that like like Millie's saying it's it was just to kind of um have a taste and to say like oh we've experienced it and maybe it's somewhere that we'll definitely go back um especially with it being on the boardwalk which is somewhere where we we go quite often on our trips it's a nice place to like wander around and enjoy the atmosphere beaches and cream was closed for refurbishment at the time yeah otherwise we would have gone there yeah exactly and on the previous trip we were planning on going there and we didn't we never got around to it on the previous trip so we were like we've got to go thanksgiving special occasion like we've had a really great thanksgiving meal let's go for a walk around the boardwalk and enjoy some tastes of ice cream and they just it just was like it just totally flopped yeah it completely to, to I'm say trying to think of the, of like the word to describe it and it was just like what <laughs> like if there's a word for that like that was the womp sort of experience womp womp yeah um it was again I they t- a lot of them tasted like mouthwash some of like yeah. the peculiar flavors just on my because like we're really open to different flavors but i just felt like they maybe they were just a bit too experimental that it just didn't end up tasting nice yeah i feel like i feel like even though they were in separate sections of the dish I feel like there must have been some sort of cross-contamination in the making process because a lot of the flavors tasted the same as each other and there was this like underlying taste like mouthwashy sort of taste which I think uh it's kind of maybe like root beer sort of flavor or something like that but we didn't choose a flavor that we, that included that so that was weird i can't even remember the flavors we did choose because they were just so similar to one another yeah and there it was, was one in particular that was I, I remember it was blue i can't remember the flavor but i remember being like 
all oh, those weird. Yeah. Like, I don't. I and I couldn't get the taste on my. And mouth. they all sounded like really great flavors because obviously we chose them. Like we chose them out of like 20 flavors or something like we chose these five so we were yeah so we were expecting them to be really really great and they just really weren't and then also as well the we waited for like a long time even though there wasn't many people in line in front of us it felt like it took a long time to get the to get seen to to get served um it's like a where you go up to the the counter and you can see all of the ice creams um laid out a bit like snugbury's in the uk or cadwallader's um so there's really kind of no excuse for it taking as long as it did um and then afterwards as well I, I so okay I feel like I need to like double check that it was definitely there because while we were sitting there I was like oh we need some water do you remember this yeah it was there it was there yeah so we were sitting outside we're eating our ice cream and I'm like oh we should get some water because you know like this tastes horrible <laughs> I need to wash it out of my mouth so I went back into the Amber Hills Creamery and they have like um a thing where you can like fill up your cup with like you know fountain drinks or whatever and I said like I said to them oh can I have a cup to get some water and so they gave me a cup and directed me to the fountain machine um and it was so dirty the machine was it was just disgusting and I did fill up with water because I couldn't see that there was like any dirt around like the nozzle of the water mm-hmm. bit and I and there was like by this point the place was busy so I didn't want to like go up and go to the effort of you know waiting in line to tell them like just so you know like that has not been cleaned properly in a long time but the machine was really dirty like in the drip tray it was just horrible and it really that also really put me off um the place so Again, you may have really enjoyed Ample Hills. Let us know if you're there anytime soon. Just check out the drip tray. <laughs> Let me know if it's been clean since we were there like over, almost a year ago. <laughs> and um, yeah, sorry, Ample Hills. Maybe next time. <laughs> so another pleasant experience we had was we went to this place on our last trip. It was somewhere that dad had been looking at for a little bit of a, a little while, sorry. It's based at Disney's Yacht Club on the boardwalk again. And we went there for breakfast and he said, you know, there's this, I think it was one morning when we were toying around with ideas of where to go for breakfast and it may have actually been somewhere that we'd not had planned for a while, but dad had always thought, you know, in the back of his head, it would be good to go. And we chose this place because I believe it was, the deal you got was a main meal and you could go to the buffet for your breakfast and it was $25. I mm. believe it was really, really cost effective. We were like, okay, let's do it. And this place is called Ale and Compass. Mm. So yes, it's based in the Yacht Club, which is a really beautiful, um, uh, what's the word? Deluxe resort mm. in on the boardwalk. It's right next to the beach club. And it was just such a pleasant experience because, you know, these for the in terms of the uh, the value for money i think that's what did it for us because it was really cost effective and then when the when the food came huge portions and you could go mm. to the breakfast bar to get to stack up on as much mm. as you'd like and as well i saw that there was a man who i can't remember what dietary requirement requirement he had but i remember whilst i was getting my food at the buffet the chef was talking to him in complete detail about all the stuff he could have and also saying oh i'm also going to make up this for you mm. and it was like a huge plate of food and i and i found yeah, like the attention he brought out like this whole 
new thing like yeah. new plate of stuff i'd forgotten about that i found the the attention to that was really um important to see and really nice to see as well and i think we were just uh, yeah we were really pleasantly surprised by it because yeah. when you think that something's a little bit cheaper you naturally think hmm, like it'll be nice it'll be nice to mm. try but it's definitely somewhere where we'll go back yeah absolutely so you can definitely you can order um individual meals without the buffet option that range from about 12 to 20 dollars i believe um and like like millie said otherwise you can get the the buffet you pay for the buffet which is currently i think at 23 dollars um for the buffet and you get an entree included in that which is just so amazing um and the buffet the stuff that's on the buffet is is really really great they've got really great like continental selection which Mm. for me is ideal um lots of like fruits and cereals and um breads pastries pastries. oh my god so good um and and my meal was so so good i had the flatbread they've got flatbread there which had um it had like smoked applewood smoked bacon on it that this is me the one that doesn't eat meat (laughs) often um and provolone cheese and arugula arugula which is rocket (laughs) in england um oh my god it was so so nice and i think why it was a surprise for me was because i was a little bit apprehensive with taking the baby there because we have been for a breakfast at the yacht club once before do you remember yeah i can't remember oh what's it called i don't remember what the restaurant was called um, it's not the Yachtsman's Steakhouse, is it? I don't or know. maybe it was because you had steak and eggs. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I just and yeah. I had Super I had posh. like um, <laughs> a smoked salmon and bagel, and they brought me like literally like a whole packet worth Stacks of smoked salmon, of salmon, and it was arranged in like a rose. It was really beautiful. Um, but at that time when we went, I think we were, I was maybe fourteen years old or fifteen years old, and. And I remember feeling like this is definitely a place for grown-ups. Mm. Um, so when I knew we were going back to that resort, I was a little bit like, mm, how's this going to go down with having a baby? But it felt like so warm and welcoming and so Lots friendly. Of families around. Yeah, there was actually a, a baby of similar age on the table right next to us. and um, Which which makes me wonder a little bit because my only critique of this place, this. and I do have a like minor critique. Well, it's not necessarily even so much a critique. It's more like a tip is like if you are someone that likes to be part of the atmosphere of a place um then ask to be seated in the dining room because in the buffet section um of the the place which is like as you enter the the restaurant um they had two tables there um that kind of felt to felt to me a little bit like either an afterthought of like oh we like where else can we put some extra tables to get more people in um or in hindsight i wonder if they may be there for like people with access issues so maybe wheelchairs who can be closer to the buffet and they've got a lot more space um and people with children which makes <laughs> to keep us out of the enough, out of the way yeah i mean it's fair enough um, i i just felt like i would rather have been in the the actual dining room um because i like people watching and seeing other people and stuff like that so so yeah but really really great place and definitely 100 percent recommend that next so next for some place that let us down um, was is going to be a quick service dining place um it's in the hollywood studios which i, th- I feel like hollywood studios quick service dining game is poor, really poor. it's pretty yeah. poor like if 
if you if you're not wanting or able to eat in like a table service restaurant like 50s primetime cafe or sci-fi dining or hollywood brown derby um hollywood and vine doesn't really get good reviews that often i don't think Mm. but those those three if you if you're not wanting to eat in one of those and you're just wanting to like grab and go something um i think it's it's slim pickings Mm. at hollywood studios for like quality quality food um and so the place that we're talking about in particular was Fairfax Fair and this is another one where actually we're actually <laughs> we're actually me and my dad um we didn't we didn't order anything it's like you just, just always, always ordering eat. food yeah I, I am always hungry because <laughs> I I knew because I did the Disney College program um I already knew that like quick service dining locations are, are not that great at Hollywood Studios because whenever I would finish like a shift or before I would start a shift, I would always like go to someplace else like outside of the park to get some food. Um, because yeah, if you don't want to spend a lot of money and you don't want to sit down and kind of wait to be served, then you're pretty much stuck. So I just decided to get a pretzel because I love the pretzels and with the cheese dip, I got that from like one of the other locations which is right nearby and dad just wasn't eating because he had already eaten or something and um whereas me I wanted fajitas yeah so exactly so I wonder actually if if we went there before Picos Bills or after because that would have been been, such a letdown if it was after it was probably after because I don't think I would have been interested in going to Picos Bills and trying something of a similar similar genre of food yeah having not had a great experience and I, it's the same s- style where it's kind of like Tex-Mex mm. style food and Mexican really like fajitas or tacos or mm. stuff like that and I got the fajitas because I love fajitas it's probably my favorite food in the world ever and I was really fajitas fajitas <laughs> oh, oh that's, that's <laughs> Ross friends, and friends <laughs> oh gosh um yeah sorry so I got fajitas and I think I was going through my pictures the other day I still have a picture of it and looking at it and I'm a bit like it doesn't even look great because the chicken was a little bit like gray it was and then when the chicken was gray you guys and then (laughs) when I ate it it just tasted old Mm. it didn't tasted sorry it didn't taste uncooked it didn't taste like necessarily like gone off it just tasted old and there was no flavor and it felt like it had been there for a while and you know I let my I was like you know, you want to confirm with everyone else, like, do you want to, do you want to try this? Because I think that this tastes like... Beep. Like feet. <laughs> like, like feet. <laughs> um, but I just want to confirm with everyone else. <laughs> and then my dad, oh. dad's got great one-liners when he goes, because he's like, right, I'll go back. Because like, he doesn't, our, our dad does not like complaining, by the way, as a heads yeah. up. He, he gets really uncomfortable about needing to complain. And he gets like he doesn't like it when as soon as we take a bite of a food like he's kind of like watching us waiting I think for like oh I hope they like it because because yeah he doesn't like complaining but when something is that bad Mm. he's like hilarious with his complaints so I remember he went back and he I think he said to them I don't know what that is but it's not chicken (laughs) yeah he was like um uh Ooh, is that an ice cream van? No, it's the it's the sandwich man. Oh, sorry <laughs> we've guys. We've got like we've got like an ice cream van at where um where we 
Record. where we're recording right now but he actually delivers sandwiches and coffees oh fab. which i know is i kind of fancy a coffee but no i'll be all right um, so anyway so yeah i said don't know what that is but it's not chicken and we got the money back and it was fine and, and whatever and it's sometimes quite hard because i feel like you do get a lot of college program people who work at the quick service dining options and they don't really sometimes they don't really know what to say yeah they're, they're just and they're like, oh, sorry, like, should we replace it? And Dad's like, no, I want my money back. <laughs> Especially um, with Dad's sense of humour. I think I think that the British sense of humour compared with the American sense of humour yeah. is so different. Yeah. Like, it, it's like, so dry. Like, so, you know, my dad wasn't, like, stomping up and being like, that's not chicken. Oh, yeah. it was. No. It was more like, oh, I'm not sure, not sure what that is, but I don't think it's chicken. <laughs> and I think he said something like, I don't think it's been near a farm or something like that. I think it's like been that. near a farm. And, you know, naturally, like the people who he's saying it to are a bit like oh because they're like yeah well it is chicken sir yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and so so yeah so they, like Millie said they did offer um to replace it but I think I think it was just poor quality meat and I think when when you have that sort of experience and you know that like like it's chopped it's chopped meat if that makes sense it's all been like chopped together to be put into the like into the, the fajita it's not as though there is like like you're getting one individual chicken breast you know that it's all mixed up and it's like you know to have a replacement would not have have suited at all so yeah and um and just on the the note of like dad's one-liners like one that i love do you know which one i'm gonna say the one at food and wine festival. yeah at the food and wine festival um, on our last trip as well it was really funny um dad had ordered like this um i think it was called like a i don't even it was a it was a salmon thing i think it was at the festival of the holidays it was a salmon dish i cannot remember what country it was from it might have been i can't remember at all it was like a it was meant to be like a salmon dish and there was this beautiful picture of this salmon it was almost it almost looked like it looked a bit like like a salmon fillet has been cut into chunks so there's like chunks of salmon and then with like a few other ingredients it's been put into a cup and tipped upside down so it's like pieces of salmon like chunks of salmon <laughs> that are like molded into the shape of like a little cake cup yeah. thing that's that's what it looked like it looked like salmon chunks that you can like sink your teeth into it looked amazing yeah and then it then that's what it looked like in the picture but then when it actually arrived it was it was as though it's the same th- it was almost like the same thing had happened but someone had put it into like a blender mm. and then like kind of like splattered it across the plate yeah, rather than like nice nice chunks and flakes of salmon it was more like a mush yeah it was like a paste it basically it just was not what was advertised in the in the photograph at all um and so and it was and it wasn't an especially cheap item on the on the food and wine menu festival menu you know you can usually get like really good stuff for under five dollars and I think it was like eight dollars or something like that just didn't look appetizing yeah it didn't at all and so dad you know went back and said like um uh, is is this what it's supposed to look like and they were I think they were like oh yeah like that's what it looks like and he's like oh it's it's not what it looks like in the picture and I wouldn't give that to my cat (laughs) and again they were like your cat sir you you brought your cat (laughs) they're probably like you know you're not allowed to bring pets into the parks (laughs) parks <laughs> that's probably what they were thinking but yeah so really funny anyway <laughs> we digress so um so yeah so what were we up to experiences the next mm. one we've got is boma boma has become a firm staple in every single trip now to the point where i want to go 
both like I want to go twice on the next trip Absolutely. for breakfast and for dinner we've not been for dinner in a really long time we often go for breakfast and again it's super great value for money I think it's not on the it's not on the cheap side but it's not on the super expensive side and there is a lot of food here mm. and the reason it was a pleasant surprise for us was because when we went when we were younger we knew that there would be these you know African flavors these these types of flavors that as young young people you don't usually become accustomed to you're a bit like oh I just want chicken yeah <laughs> as, ch- as children like and that's that's coming from us who like we have eaten quite a diverse range of foods throughout our childhood because our mum is from the Dominican Republic and you know we we have eaten a lot of like you know spicier foods or like more veggie foods or like more meaty food or whatever like we but we were a bit like hmm African food like what is that like what's that gonna be we we'd never eaten African food in or African inspired food ever I don't Mm. think by that point and so we were a bit like we didn't know what to expect I think we probably just wanted chicken tenders and mac and cheese (laughs) yeah that was that was like me for a while and as much as I understand why I was like that I wish that I would have ventured out a bit more anyway so when we went to Boma it was probably the first time that we'd maybe experimented with our flavors a little bit and oh my goodness the flavors at this buffet it is it is hands down my favorite buffet on prop on Disney property mm. I love Trails End very close to my heart one of my favorite restaurants but Boma if you're looking for something that has a really nice balance between things that you love and things that you've been wanting to try mm. everything is just great they've got like this um this hash like this really delicious bre- at breakfast yeah is that like breakfast yeah. hash it's like kind of like home fries but with like ground mm-hmm. like corned beef in yeah. it um but when we say corned beef we don't mean like english corned beef where it's like in a tin and it's all like smushed up it's it's like a different a different type it's of like a way beef. way better quality mm. of meat and of like um production it's a really big <laughs> and like with like well. nice spices in it and yeah their tomatoes at breakfast they do like yeah. i know it sounds really like what tomatoes because they're literally like it's like their equivalent of chopped tomato like a tin of chopped tomatoes but it's so delicious like it's perfectly spiced if it's that's got a their sweetness. equivalent of tin chopped tomatoes then we are doing it wrong we're doing tin chopped tomatoes <laughs> wrong for sure um but that's that's really great you can amazing pastry offerings yeah really really great i had like five cookies on the last trip <laughs> walter walter loved it as well again like buffets are, are always a good shout with children because if their palates are you know they they like what they like or they um maybe they get bored of one flavor after a while and you know you've say if you've ordered like a a plate and then they're bored of it or they don't want it then you're you're in trouble but with with a buffet especially one that's as diverse as boma it's it makes a big difference and they there in terms of the amount of options that you have i haven't i don't think that there is another restaurant buffet restaurant on site that gives you that number of options because what normally happens um especially at like for example um at the at 1900 park fair that's like one that's like you can compare it quite closely with um because that's a also a buffet restaurant they have like this big long buffet and you think like whoa there's going to be loads of options but once you get to the halfway point it reverses if that makes sense it's like similar yeah Yeah, it's like pretty much like mostly the same stuff with like one or two extras whereas the buffet at boma is super super long 
but every everything is different mm-hmm. um and the and service yeah. is always great like people are always in such a good mood and mm. you know at breakfast if you ask for those zebra domes they'll oh, go and get yeah. them for you a little hack that I feel like it's not a secret hack anymore but they serve the, the zebra domes in the evening but mm. apparently if you ask for them well not apparently we've done it if you ask for them at the end of your your breakfast they will come and bring them for you which, which yeah. is really lovely zebra domes by the way for those of you that don't know it's like a little it's a dessert and it's um it's like, like it's like a soft yeah it's like there's like a soft sponge on the bottom like a thin sponge round um with like a chocolatey alcoholic-y mousse like on top and then it's coated in like white chocolate um and like drizzled with milk chocolate oh they're so good and you can you you usually um obviously they're on the evening time buffet always um but outside of that you people think that the only way to get them is to buy them at the mara where you get like five zebra domes in a um in like a plastic container and um, at the the mara which is the quick service location at the animal kingdom lodge um and it and i think it, it costs like six seven dollars or something like that um but as amelia said if you are at breakfast at boma you can ask for them to be brought out to you and they will bring them out for free at least that has been the situation for the last few of our trips you ask nicely if you ask very nicely yeah so so yeah it's it's just really great and there is there is like more sort of um i don't want to say bland food because that's not it's not bland but i mean there's like more sort of american style yeah, there's food something for everyone here absolutely but it's very much like uh, i would you know experiment do some mm. do something different because great yeah, re- stews great salads i really don't think you will regret it and we will absolutely be going next time for breakfast mm. and hopefully for dinner yeah plus it's just a gorgeous resort to go to like the animal kingdom mm. lodge resort is so beautiful so um for another one that let us down i want to save that one till last are we doing this one yeah yeah okay cool because there's one at the end that i feel like is going to be controversial big time (laughs) um so the next one the fourth one on the not so much list is the sleepy hollow quick service dining location in the magic kingdom um because main reason for why this is on here is that we loved the sound of this menu item which they do these waffle like it's like um waffle sandwich so it's it's like if you imagine a nice big american waffle it's like delicious and then um there's like a sweet option which i think is like bananas and strawberries and oh they do i think they do like yeah i think they do like banana and maple syrup or, or strawberries and nutella um but then they've got a savory option which has got like provolone cheese i believe and parma ham and like salad on it um but with that like sweet waffle instead of bread sounds great right sounds really great like sounds like totally my bag i love mixing like sweet and savory together um but what kind of was the issue was like the waffle is so dense and so heavy when we we ordered like one each and this was like four or five trips ago so we maybe even longer than that in fact it was a few more i I think think, it was maybe 2016 yeah i think maybe i was still in school so i had even smaller an appetite than i do now and and we ordered one each and i think we were kind of hoping that the waffle would be like thinner and Mm. a bit more like like a slice of bread that kind of like width (laughs) 
of bread, but it was like a proper thick waffle. So you've got like this waffle folded mm -hmm. in half, which means that like literally, like you can hardly get your mouth around it. And it was just like stodge and we didn't finish them either no it was just, we couldn't it was finish much, them because the flavors the flavors weren't even tasty enough to yeah. try and get through it the sweet one would it, the sweet one i think one of us had like the sweet one and if you're like after a sweet treat and you're into waffles then that's great but like you know that it's not really novelty then so we wanted like the novelty of the sweet and the savory and like to put a little slice of uh, of cheese and like a little slice of parma ham and then like a couple of like rocket leaves or whatever in a massive thick waffle that's super sweet you're not going to get those flavors coming through so it was just it was just like eating a dry waffle essentially for us yeah it was a weird one i think we we went in thinking like oh this will be interesting i don't know if we had like high hopes or if what we were expecting but it just didn't really match up to what AJ was talking about in DFB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we know so many people that really, really love love that place and have it as like some a place that they go on every trip. Um, that's just that was just our experience, so not good. <laughs> but let us know if you like that kind of thing. It might just be because I don't really have a sweet tooth anyway, so it kind of makes me want to make an equivalent of it at home. I would like, do like a crepe or a pancake. Yeah, exactly, a crepe or a pancake, like. A crepe would be perfect with, yeah. oh my God, maybe I'll do that for tea tomorrow night. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go on to our fourth pleasant experience, which me and Gabby did. I can't remember why we were on our own. We were on our own when we did this. I know was... why. Mum and dad went with our uncle and his partner to Cirque du Soleil. Oh, really? Yeah. We, we didn't go to Cirque du Soleil. We didn't go on no that way. trip. We didn't go. Um, I think wow, cause, I memory. think it was that trip when we were only there for a brief period of time. Me and, me and yeah. you, we just went for like a week and we were on a budget. Yeah. Or 10 days or something, we were on a budget. So we didn't go to Cirque du Soleil and instead we went to... Splitsville! Yay! And the reason why this was a pleasant experience is because naturally... Well, I don't know if this is naturally, but naturally to me, when you're going somewhere that's like predominantly maybe an arcade or a cinema or a bowling alley, you don't think... The, the food's going to be like you know incredible mm -hmm. but we were hungry and like yeah why not it will be like nachos and whatever but what we then came to realize that they had this outstanding sushi selection outstanding. and we were standing like, oh my goodness this looks this looks like it could be could be nice should we should we do it like should we go for some za for salmon sorry for some sushi and i think we ordered two dishes each and they were delicious the and flavors they do pizzas as well, do you remember? Because I yeah. think mum I think mum had a pizza or two of us had a pizza. I think we ordered two pizzas and two sushi dishes. Mm. Um and like even with the pizza we kind of thought like we were like, Oh, like of course pizza, pizza at a bowling alley. How can it like, go wrong? <laughs> yeah. And, and we just thought it would be very kind of pizza at a bowling alley, like not that great. And even the pizza, the pizza was like really show-stopping as well, but the sushi was... There was just so much flavour within like the, you know, the dressings on top, like the sauces and the actual cut of the fish itself. Like, I don't think I've had sushi that's that tasty before, personally. Mm. Um, it's not your classic Tesco pound fifty bucks yeah, <laughs> sushi. Yeah, definitely. And it was, it was so fresh and the portion sizes were amazing. Because I've had sushi at the California Grill and it's really delicious there. The sushi, that is like one of my favourite 
places for sushi on Disney property. Really, really delicious, but like not that generous with portion sizes because there is that element at California Grill of like it's a fine dining, like fancy restaurant, and you know, they're not gonna like stack you with like masses of food. Whereas at Splitsville, really, really delicious, like really, they were really abundant with the servings of dressings and sauces, like, um, like Millie said, and the portion size was really good, like really, really good. So we could all eat from each other's plates without anyone feeling like they were giving away their only shrimp or something. And it's good because like it's it's super like handy for families if you're not sure what to eat if you've got young kids who are a bit picky because their pizzas are so good but mm. then you want sushi and the atmosphere is obviously it's a bowling alley so there's a lot of energy and a lot of families around so I do recommend this to anyone who's who's struggling for ideas on well I mean it's hard to when you're at Disney Springs because there's so freaking much mm. but yeah Splitsville it's it's a really really delicious place to eat and we've never bowled there. But, like, I feel like bowling there would be so much fun. We always try to because mum loves bowling, but we never end up getting round to it yeah. because there's too much to do, so little time. But bowling would be, would, would be like, a lot of fun there. And then, obviously, ordering that, having that food, like, whilst you bowl would be ace. And it's, and although it is, like, a bowling alley, obviously, um, it doesn't, I kind of felt like it was going to be really noisy, like, and really, like, chaotic and stuff. And it really wasn't. So it's it's got like it's a fun quite, it's, quite it's a got a fun energy, yeah. but like yeah, it does. It's not like super echoey or like, um, or yeah, manic or anything like that. It was I like it. I really like it there. I'm, I want sushi now. So on to our last not so pleasant experience. Oh, I and feel like I'm gonna be beaten for this. And <laughs> let's just say we absolutely love this place. We will go back one day, just maybe not on our next trip because there's different options that we can choose from for this, but it's just somewhere that let us down a little bit last time yeah and it's been a staple in our trips I think we've I think well it went through a phase where it was a staple and then I think we didn't go for two trips or one trip trip. we didn't go on the trip when I was pregnant we missed Mm. it then and that's one of the reasons why this time you were devastated it it was my favorite yeah restaurant on property so on our last trip which was in October 2019 October November 20 or was it November December December yeah November December 2019 um we went and we were like we've got to go because you know we let Millie down on the last trip like we've we've got to go so and I have to say within all of this I was sick (laughs) when we went I wasn't well not because of the food I already wasn't well um so like I probably struggling with jet lag yeah I probably I know looking back that I should have just said like you guys go without me have fun enjoy yourself like and I'll stay stay indoors so that was like a big element of it for me as we said the baby was struggling with the jet lag we were on like I think it was our third night or something and he was really really fussy cluster feeding um you know all all of the the things that you don't want to have when you go out for a really nice meal that costs a good amount of money and you've been looking forward to forever um but yeah so that that's just like a little disclaimer and the place that we are talking about is ohana (laughs) that's so sad i feel like such a i feel like such a traitor sacrilege yeah literally (laughs) i feel like i feel awful for saying it but um but outside of me not feeling well and the baby creating a fuss etc um 
we from the moment we arrived and like kind of checked in for our table uh we had to wait for a very very long time to get to our actual table because yeah. the way it works at Disney is you make a reservation which which would make you think like oh our reservation's at eight so we'll be seated at eight like that's not actually how it works at Disney you make a reservation for eight and then you arrive you check in let them know that you're there and then they will often send give you a buzzer and they'll say if you go and like sit and wait for a little while then we'll call you to a table um, and that can that shouldn't usually take more than 15 minutes 20 minutes max um, and I think we were waiting for like more than half an hour. We were mm-hmm. waiting for long enough for us to like look around all of the shops at the, the Ohana Resort and take various photographs in various poses in front of various plants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, so we were waiting for a long time. Also, the waiting area, although they have like massively expanded it since the first trip that we ever went, it's chaos. always chaos. It's always super, super crowded. Kids running around who are equally as frustrated and tired as, as like we are. Yeah. Oh my god! Ones. Do you remember there was a little boy who had like um, cowboy boots on, and he he was not much older than Walter, and he kept like slipping on the floor and like falling and hitting his head, and his mum just kept letting him. Yeah. And she, like, that was right next expect? to it. What do you expect? Yeah, and it was, and I was like a nervous wreck. I was like sitting there watching this kid like properly cracking his head on the the hard floor. But um, he was okay. Yeah, he was okay. <laughs> and um, so yeah, so we're waiting for ages. Couldn't find any place to sit while we were waiting. Um, there's an option, obviously, to order a drink from the bar there, which is the Tambu Lounge, um, which which we did. Yeah, we drank and finished them, um, like half standing up and half sitting down, whilst also juggling a baby because of where there not being enough spaces to sit. Um, then we were guided to our table, and and we must mention something that we've always loved about Ohana is is the the experience with the service so obviously Mm. if you've not been to ohana before you're you're kind of guided through the restaurant and your server or your your maitre d tells you about you know what ohana means it means Mm. family and all the different things you're going to be eating and she walks you along like the uh, the pass to the kitchen to get your lovely delicious bread and then you go and sit down and they come around with these skewers and what's there's a there's there's a what it's called I can't remember what it's called, where you're served, and I've got a mind block, where you're served the food like by the skewer. Churrasco? Churrasco. Is it's that kind right? of, yeah, but I don't know if that's just Brazilian. Anyway, mm. it's that style of thing where the chefs come around and then they serve you by the skewer. Super, super delicious. And it's all you can eat as well. All you can eat. You can they keep they bring you up. like a whole bunch of sides and starters as well, which includes these really delicious like um, Chinese. Uh, pot stickers they call them but we call them gyozas yeah. in the UK the food like is dumplings. Some, the food is some of the most delicious that, Chicken that wings, we've had before and noodles, it's always salad <laughs> it's always the service that just makes it that bit better like there's there's a few games sometimes for the little kids and then if you're there at the right time you can watch the fireworks and all of this there's a musician that like walks around and like mm-hmm. plays plays the ukulele and sings so it's like in terms of entertainment and atmosphere it's like usually and it, towards until the last couple of trips um it was always like second to none really great atmosphere and vibe whereas this time it just felt rushed mm. really rushed like the the lady who guided us to our table she didn't really project her voice so we couldn't really hear what she was saying she didn't stop to tell i mean even though we know what, what ohana means it's part of the experience of going and 
and I think obviously because our energies were already a little bit low you're kind of hoping to be lifted up a bit and instead we just were guided to our table sat down there was no no real communication between us and our server throughout she was like okay like what would you like to drink you know people are going to come serve you blah 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 and yeah it just felt really rushed really mm. busy really not what we're, we're used to there I think we had to ask a couple of times for like Ooh. different skewers to yeah. come round whereas in the past it was literally it was always just that you know the the servers come out of the kitchen and they just like Identify. like throwing throwing meat around <laughs> everyone yeah. and also I think was it um a couple of years ago they took one of the meats off the menu I think it used to be that you could get like four things um on the skewers and now it's only three or maybe it was five and now it's only four I don't remember which one it was um it may have been chicken or it may have been I don't know so you usually get shrimp steak pork and chicken I think but I think that one of them has come off so you know that's a little bit disappointing for those that like whichever one it is that is no longer available um I was also really aware of on on this trip of how that if you if you're going to that restaurant because you like the idea of being able to watch the fireworks from your table there are only really a very few number of tables which are good for that Mm. um in the whole restaurant um because where we were sitting it was we couldn't really see that well and that was like a little bit disappointing as well um there was a few things and, and on the previous trip on the previous time that we went there i remember that we said that the service seemed kind of flat Mm. um the energy was quite low and so, I think when you're when you're spending, I think it's like fifty to sixty dollars. It's not this is not yeah. a cheap one. Like and that's that's why when when you cross like the forty dollar threshold, I feel like you're paying for an experience. Mm. And that's what I like to consider. The more like I save my money for stuff like that, and the experience here just didn't feel worth it. Mm. And obviously, we've learned since then that something that we might do next time because we do love the food is if you are going to. If, if you don't fancy going to Ohana but you want to go to Tambu Lounge and get a cocktail, you can actually get a dish with all of the food that's included in Ohana in like a smaller dish mm. service. And I think it's maybe, I don't want to guess the price. Yeah. But it's cheaper. It's cheaper and you can share it between two people and there's lots. So I think that is probably what we're more likely to do next time. Have a snack, have a bev, yeah. have a chill. And to do that at a time when the Tambu Lounge area is quiet. Yes. Like it's not when it when it's like the kind of rush hour of evening service um but yeah oh and then a little note on on ohana as well is that like you do when we were saying kind of moaning about that you have to have to ask for more it is one of those places where you do kind of completely gorge yourself on food like you even though we had to ask for more like we were probably being greedy but that's not the point like the service there is normally that they you know they keep bringing it um and I know it almost makes you feel guilty it puts you in a position where you feel guilty for asking because you're like oh maybe they're not bringing it because they think we've had too much but we that's not to say we were like (coughs) asking every two minutes or so yeah but they and we've we've had we have had some really really fantastic experiences there and, and really great servers I remember one in the past we were talking to him about how much we loved the those Chinese dumplings 
and he was like oh you really like them and then like five minutes later he came back with like a takeaway box like full of them for us to take home with us magic um, moments yeah proper magic moment and um and they'll often do that they'll do that with the dessert as well because usually we will be too full to have the dessert the dessert there is a very very heavy but delicious bread pudding um with like a bananas foster's caramel sauce which is so so good um but yeah and they're they're usually really open to like packaging your dessert up for you because it is included in the price of the overall meal so so yeah so it's 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 a great place we just the last last two trips it's been like not probably won't go there again next trip but we'll we will go back um, yeah when things improve a little bit yeah so our last one, because we want to end on a high, a place that really pleasantly surprised us. Now, this is somewhere that our dad had been to before. Sorry, <clears throat> I have a tickle in my throat today. And dad had said how amazing it was. He was talking about some of the dishes he's had, and he was like, you know, we've got to go, we've got to go. And we knew that this place was a chain. And a lot of the time, chains can be a bit like what do you call it um, samey and streamlined like, yeah all the foods coming out just like i don't know it just feels a bit samey and not very unique but we went here in animal kingdom and we were so impressed by the portions the flavors the offerings at yak and yeti yeah the yak and yeti <laughs> restaurant is amazing i think the chain that they are part of i believe is the same one as Landry's. is it I don't, I don't know, but it's, I know that it's responsible for Rainforest Cafe mm-hmm. and T-Rex. Yeah. And they are both places where, like, we have actually, I've been to T-Rex and didn't have, like, I, I just found it, I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the setting is a lot more impressive than the food is, like, the food was a bit of, like, a, I don't know, sometimes I think with some places where, where the setting is amazing, they kind of kick back and think, you know, we don't need to show stop with the food because, like, people are going to come here because there's dinosaurs and that's really cool. Um, and then Rainforest Cafe, we, we've never been to that in Orlando because you can go to them all across the world and we have been in various places. Um, and again, the food is always a bit, always feels like a bit of a, something that comes secondary to the setting and the style of the place. Um, but the yak and yeti food was every bite was yeah. freaking delicious we ordered the tuna nachos mm. which you know to to the to the eye you would think what is that but yeah. it is so good personally i found that it was a bit overkill after a little while because i, I love tuna so much but um i just found it was a bit much after after a little bit because the portion was massive yeah the like portion it was, was a, huge it's a it was massive and it was really generous with the tuna and when we say tuna we don't mean we don't mean a tin of tuna guys oh no we mean like really this isn't tesco's own yeah canned tuna. <laughs> this was really really delicious fresh. fresh seared tuna um that like just strips of it like all over these nachos and that was just so so good. That was such a, a showstopper of a meal. And we also had, really I think, the firecracker shrimp. Well. Yeah. Firecracker shrimp, which again was like a massive portion of shrimp. Um, Dim sum basket. Yeah. Oh my, which was lovely. I'd forgotten about those. Yeah, because I don't think, I don't know if I've tried dim sum in a, in a portion like that. Mm before so I was really looking forward to that and again it was really really tasty so much so much flavor yeah so much flavor and even like for the baby I ordered him some um, macaroni cheese which is pretty standard like American stuff 
um and green beans and like an applesauce thing which again is like pretty standard for a a kid's meal in the united states and in orlando in disney specific um but the green beans were so tasty Mm -hmm. like they were cooked really really well i think it was green beans and tender stem broccoli actually and um the baby he ate them up in a way that he does not normally eat greens at all and me and dad were like picking in and out of those as well and it was just like so good and our waiter was waitress server was really really nice um really the food came out in really good time like when you're at theme park as well you and you're going for a sit-down restaurant you don't want to be rushed but you also don't want things to just be like thrown out and yeah everything came at a really good time the setting the decor inside is lovely there's always stuff to look at even just reading the menus i remember there were so many options and their drinks options and the way mm. that they've been illustrated there was just it was a really nice experience and mm. them and it was worth the money it was like a sta- standard money not cheap but like standard yeah because i think that because of the meals that we ordered i don't think they were actually set meals like i think that they were share of platters from the yeah. appetizer section yeah i think um but yeah so we we ended up leaving there feeling really full and not having spent a crazy amount of money and then the other thing that i want to say on yak and yeti as well because i my expectations were quite low even though dad had been before and had described this mountain of tuna nachos to us um but my expectations were quite low not only because of the the whole like rainforest cafe and t-rex situation but also because I'd been to the Yak and Yeti quick service, which is like attached to the building before, and you, we, me and Millie had eaten from there before together, um, and I'd eaten there once on my trip when I my kind of after school trip, like when I graduated um, school, me and a friend went there, like we went to Orlando and we ate there. Oh my gosh! Get your <laughs> um, words out anyway, <laughs> and um, and yeah, and we we ordered food, and at that quick service it's like very kind of standard chinese food like american style chinese food so you you can get like um sweet and sour yeah sweet and sour style chicken like honey well they call it honey chicken or like honey chicken or orange chicken um or sesame honey sesame chicken um with rice like fried rice and steamed veggies and it's and it's nice like um but it's but it is very standard for you the set you could spend less money and get the same quality of food at like the food court at the Florida Mall or the Millennium Mall um at any kind of Chinese like hole in the wall place so so I was kind of thinking like oh these tuna nachos that must be like um an anomaly on the menu that where they actually do something that's that's good there and the rest must just be Chinese food um but yeah it was completely different it was like completely different so so yeah i really really rate that place and say if if you've been to the quick service it's not the same and i'd love to i'd love to go back and try some new things because i remember disney in detail on her vlog she tried a variety of things i didn't even know were on the menu and i was like i've got to go back and try that so yeah we'll we'll definitely be going back there for sure absolutely so those are our, our lists of like dining surprises. You can tell we love food because we have gone over the usual time that we usually do a, a podcast for, but we just love talking about food and yeah, our experiences. We do, and, and I'm so hungry. Having spoken about <laughs> yeah. this, I'm like so tempted to go and try and like 
track down some seared tuna <laughs> from somewhere but yeah and and we we could have spoken about this forever we had so so many like extra things that we were arguing about whether they should be in or whether they shouldn't and um maybe we'll do another one sometime. yeah I think so I think we need to definitely do like a, a part two um, but yeah, we want to hear hear what you guys think. We want to hear if you agreed with with some of our experiences, if you disagreed with them as well, and we want to know um, which ones you would have added into into those lists of your own. And let us know like the specific dishes. Tell us what it was that you ate rather than the experience as well, because you know we love to see pictures of food, but sometimes that can change for a lot of people depending on what they've tried in one place. Like I said. The Wave isn't a majorly popular place, but everyone is obsessed with it because of this mm. bacon and egg. So, yeah, tell us. We want to know. We are on Instagram, the.duopodcast, and on Twitter, theduopo. So follow us, tweet us, all that good stuff. And all that good stuff. That's like what Jimmy says at the end of The Despicable Three. Oh, yeah, um, and all that good stuff. <laughs> so cute. Um, we, but take yeah. our, we take our advice from a nine-year-old. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Happy birthday, Jimmy, by the way, if you are listening. It's very belated now, like a week late, but mm-hmm. still. <laughs> so thank you so, so much, you guys, for listening, and we will check in with you all very soon. 